Hey, hey, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. This is the start of season four, and I cannot wait to share with you so many great episodes. I have great guest interviews, and I have some great content to share with you that I've been working on and curating so that I can bring it to you. So I can't wait to dive in to the next couple months. We are going to have so many good conversations this year. We are going to talk about stepping into an abundant life and business that God has called us into. For some of us, it might just be our lives. For some, it might be that we also are being prompted to uh, step into a business or ministry, whatever it might be, because that really gives us a life of freedom, right? Flexibility around our families and being able to step into what our true purpose is. So I cannot wait for the season. We're going to have great guests. I'm going to have great information for you. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Kristen. And today in January, we're going to talk about how do we start something? And this doesn't mean a new resolution, but this is starting anything. Maybe you do want to start a new habit. Maybe you want to stop a habit. Maybe you're finally ready to step into something that's been on your list, like writing a book or blogging every day. Maybe it's just getting outside and taking a break from work or standing up while you're working instead of sitting. It can really be anything and it can be something really big or it can be something really small. But we're going to talk about how do we start? And then we're going to talk about a couple concepts that keep coming up uh, on things I've been listening to or people I've been listening to that I think you might enjoy hearing as well. And then we're going to talk about what are three questions that you can ask yourself to start something or to change something in your life. And so grab a pen and paper because you will want to write some of these down to to think about later or also just to remember some of the, the statements and ideas I'm going to share with you today. So the first thing is I heard this idea uh, just last week by a um, longtime online uh, entrepreneur, somebody that does lots of e-commerce, Allison J. Prince. And But the thing is, she's not the first person that said it. It's a common statement at this point. And so I'm not really sure who said it first, but it was this disruption follows intentions. And what are we talking about that? What we mean is when you do something new, when you start a new activity, maybe when you're, you have a new business goal for yourself, when you do that new thing, that disruption or that change is going to come after you start something new, after a new intention. So I think one of the reasons why a lot of people start a new health habit, right? Maybe they want to exercise in January. Well, one, it's probably because many of us ate or drank too much and we feel like we have a little bit more fluff on us than we did two months ago. But our intention is to get exercising again or to get healthier. But what happens is we start to do it and we either feel really sore because we're overdoing it or we just realize that trying to get up earlier in the morning or something is hard, right? So that's the point. The intention is something like I want to get healthier or I want to exercise again. The disruption is, is that it's uncomfortable and it's, it's discomfort, right? We're feeling discomfort. And so we're going to talk about that in more detail today. And then I'm going to give you those questions that you can think about when you want to start something new. So as I was looking into this idea of disruption follows intention, I found a really good statement by uh, a gentleman named Myron Golden, and he's basically a, uh, a inspirational coach. He's a sales coach, uh, um, a world-renowned speaker, lots of things, really inspiring guy that I wasn't familiar with, to be honest with you. But here's what he says about this topic. And I thought that it was really um, said so well that I wanted to share with you. He says this, 
And this was on his Facebook account uh, a couple of weeks ago. He says, disruption always follows intention. What do I mean by that? When you intentionally do something that will make your life better, it will always be followed by something that feels bad. The biggest mistake that people make, I'm sorry, that people will make if they don't understand this principle is they quit as soon as they, they experience disruption. They mistakenly identify the disruption as an indication that they are going in the wrong direction. When in reality, it is exactly the opposite. When disruption comes, I accelerate into the curve. So next time disruption follows your intention, remember this principle and keep moving forward. And then he, you know, he goes on to talk about that. But here's the other thing. And so first, I want you to ask yourself these questions. How do you start something new? What is it you want to start? Or what is it you want to change? So think about that first. The second is, what can I do? So what can I do to try to make this change? You know, what's in your power to change something? And then take that question and ask yourself this, what can I change? And so let's just walk through an example of this. Let's say I'm walking my, I try to average 10 to 15,000 steps of walking a day on, you know, most days. And of course, if I can get more than that, and I do, that's great. But then if I, if I have a day that's crazy and somehow I'm low on my steps, I don't have to be, feel so bad about it. And I shouldn't feel bad because I know another day I might've taken a really long walk on the weekend and gotten way over 20,000 steps. But let's just say, I say, I want to hit 20,000 steps a day, you know, on average. Well, what can I do? I can set that goal and my intention and I can share it with a friend and accountability partner. And then I can, um, what can I change? Well, I can change looking at my calendar and finding out what time and when am I going to fit in moving more per day? You know, it's still dark around five at this point. So I need to decide sometime before five, I'm either going to fit in a walk in the morning or at lunchtime, midday if my schedule allows, or if I go at night, I'm going to have to have the right gear to do that, right? Or do it safely. And so what can I change? It's um, paying attention to my schedule and planning in time. It's uh, checking my tracker, right? However, you might track your steps. For me, I'm using a Fitbit. Uh, and so it's that's what I can change, right? What can I do? I can uh, have the intention to, to you know, add 5,000 or 10 to 5,000 more steps per day. And then here's the third question. What is your why? And why does this matter? Well, it matters because if we don't have a powerful enough reason, it's easy to quit because when that discomfort comes, when that disruption comes, we're going to want to quit, but we don't want to quit, right? If it's something that's important to us, it's an important thing we need to do or change. And in this case, for me, the more steps that we add in, the healthier we're going to be. One, it's good for our mind. It's good to lower our stress. It's obviously good for our muscles and our body. Uh, it's even good for your digestion. But it also, the, the data is in and it shows that people that move more, you know, have more steps, they typically live longer because it's lowering, or I'm sorry, it's increasing your longevity. And so for every thousand steps and every 5,000 steps more you move per day, you know, at least a couple times a week, you're more likely to live longer or have several more years of life than someone that doesn't move. So being sedentary is so bad for us. And so for me, the why is to be my best um, self as far as on a, on a health journey, right? Like I want to improve myself and I know what I'm doing now is very easy for me, me to maintain. It's comfortable. And so that tells me that it's time to do more. 
Now I could challenge myself with maybe adding in other exercises or sprints, but I know that the moving more per day is something I can attain, but also something that's a stretch for me. So those are the three questions that I wanted you to ask yourself. And here's the thing. If you want to start something, instead of being worried or thinking, oh, I can't, it's too big of something to tackle. And I'll give you an example. When I started the first podcast, or I talked to lots of people as they're starting their podcast or, you know, help them how I can, they feel overwhelmed. There's so much to do. It almost can make us freeze, right? We can make no progress because we're afraid of how big the project is. It's daunting. And this is why asking these questions is so important because first of all, what's the thing we want to start? What's the thing we want to do? You know, what's the dream we have? And we need to write that down. And then when we ask these questions, okay, so let's say that I wanted to start a podcast or another podcast, then that would be my intention. So what can I do? Well, I could take, um, figure out what are the first three small steps that I could take to move towards it. That might be going and researching other podcasts on what they're covering in a similar area, in a category or niche that I'm thinking about doing. It could be trying out actually talking, right? To do a podcast episode, either if I'm going to do it by myself or talk to somebody uh, and record it if you're going to do it with a guest or someone else. So that's the point. And then what can you change? Well, you could change your mindset about if you're worried, you're not going to be able to, to you know, reach this big goal, this big dream. Just start with what's the first thing that you can do. Take that first step. So what you can change is stop worrying about the big project and getting it accomplished And instead, think about that first tiny step. And often there's not one right step. It's just doing one thing to lead you down the path, you know, one thing at a time. And so, and then what's your why? Why do you want to start the podcast? Or why do you want to write the book? Or why do you want to step out of your career and into uh, helping people in a different way? But if you know the why, and that could be you want more financial freedom, that could be that you feel this call to share a message or share hope with people. There's so many reasons. It could be that you want to be around when your grandkids, you know, are active and growing up. And so, but you need to know your why and it will help you stay on track. And so as we're in January and lots of us are thinking about what this year will look like, and we're thinking about maybe our patterns, our habits, uh, you know, for me, I'm, haven't been great about getting up super early in the morning. And no, I'm not someone that's looking to get up at four in the morning, but I could get up earlier. But often, especially over the holidays, I've been going to bed later. And so the point is, that is something that this year I want to change. I want to do a better job on that. So I'm not trying to change it this week or this month, but it is on my list of intentions that, uh, you know, hopefully in February, I'll move towards getting to bed earlier and then also getting up earlier. And one of my reasons for doing that is so that I can set aside writing time in the morning, you know, before the rest of my day gets going, where it's just for that time. And so maybe for you, you have those same sort of things. And that's why I want to talk about how do we start something new or how do we step into something new? And, you know, this is why I think it's so important. And then the other thing is, is I loved also what Alison Prince talked about. She said, um, You are your greatest investment. And once again, I'm not saying she's the only one that says that, but we have to remember that we have to keep investing in ourselves. And that means through learning, through thinking about new ideas, um, being introduced to new people, new concepts. 
reading new books or new podcasts. So we need to stretch ourselves. We need to expand. And on the show, I'll be um, coming on talking about lots of things. I'm going to be talking about cultivating healthy habits and some really specific and tangible ways you can do that. We're going to talk about um, basically our mindset, right? How do we shift our mindset? How do we reprogram those patterns that we keep having on repeat that are holding us back, that are keeping us stuck somewhere? We are going to talk to people who are stepping into things that they've wanted to step into, getting out of our comfort zones. But we're going to talk about so many great things this season. I'm actually really excited. We're going to dive into more topics on wellness, right? And wellness is, it's really almost everything, right? Wellness is how are we showing up? What's our mindset like? Um, what how's our mental health? How are our relationships? How's our actual health? Like, What are the things we're doing that might be small and simple changes, but can make a big impact? And then are we stepping into, you know, what we're meant to do, right? The purpose, um, our purpose, and whether that's just showing up and serving other people around us or whether it's stepping into different work. So I can't wait for this episode and I'm so glad you've joined me today. So thank you so much for being here. Okay, I also wanted to share this other idea with you that Myron Golden shared and it was really about, not about starting, but about that a lot of people start, but then they quit. And so I wanted to share this with you. He says, this is why I don't quit. Too many people will start working on something because they believe it will work a certain way. They have a grand vision and expectations of what will happen. But then when it doesn't happen as fast as they want it to, or as smoothly as they think it should, and when it's hard, they quit. The reason I keep working when things aren't working the way I thought they would is because I understand how it really works. I understand and live by one principle, many don't. All work works. I understand that when it doesn't work the way I want it to, or... I thought it would. It's still working. The work when it is slow, rocky, and challenging is still working. That work is working on me. It is helping me to become the person who can do the thing. Don't quit the most important work. You guys, I love this and it's so good. And and I just think if we'd all remember that all work works and don't quit the most important work. That is such good advice. And I just wanted to share that with you. And if you wanted to check him out, his website is myrongolden.com, I believe. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can discover the show and connect to our community. 